Hello, fellow humans. My name is Tova, and this is Get In, We're Going Healing. Today, what I would like to talk to you about is learning to trust your own intuition. So this is a topic that I have been traversing on my own and my own healing path for quite some time. I actually, I'm going to take these glasses off. There we go. That way you don't get so, so much glare. You're a little blurry, <laughs> but hopefully I'm not blurry. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Gotta clear some stuff out. So on my healing journey, um, through my spirituality, I have always been someone who trusted my intuition or knew of it. Um, when I was a teenager, I found Wicca uh, in the late 90s when everybody wanted to be a witch. Um, and I found it was a way for me to really connect with what I felt on the inside. I did not resonate with Christianity, which is how I was raised. Um, I did not resonate with the concept of a male deity that puts women at such a disadvantage. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that a deity that is supposed to be your father, a loving parent, would put such a low value on his female children. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't buy that. I couldn't fall in line with that. Um, and I found Wicca allowed me to find a goddess. It was the deity structure is God and goddess. There is male and female. There is equality. There is balance. That to me made absolute sense. The idea that there is masculine and feminine, God, goddess, balance. So that really connected for me. And that was the beginning of my spiritual journey, as well as Buddhism. I found a, a kinship with Buddhism and meditation and mindfulness breathing and, and things like that. Um, but due to those around me, um, it, it appears that I am genuinely attracted to um, those who are more logical, the masculines that I am attracted to tend to be more logic-minded. And it appears that I'm often connecting with those who identify more as atheists, non-believers. And it is often the case that they are recovering Catholics and honestly hold some degree of trauma from the religion, the experience of the religious institution. And so many atheists that I've met are, I would say, probably more likely agnostic than atheist in the sense that um, they don't believe, atheist means you don't believe in anything. But many of them, when questioned, appear to be more agnostic, believing that there is something, just not ascribing it to be God, which is fine. But being more atheist in nature, at least what they claim themselves to be, when I was trusting my intuition and experimenting with my faith and my belief systems, there was always a bit of a, considering it woo-woo, 
silly woo-woo nonsense. So when I spend time amongst people who are more spiritual and I come home speaking about these topics that are big and important to me, it's often met with, I'm glad that you like it, or I'm glad that's for you. And if I try to communicate in that from that perspective, it's basically looked at that I am not as intelligent because I'm a spiritual person, that being logic-minded and believing that there is nothing beyond what exists on this physical plane is apparently or is in some way viewed as superior, the correct viewpoint, the correct perspective of the world. And those of us who are more spiritually connected, those of us who are more energetically connected, who trust in our feelings, our gut instinct in things, our knowingness, our intuition in things, we're often seen as somehow less intelligent because we have some belief system in something that is larger than us, in something that is larger than the physical world that we can see. And so being in relationships with people like that, when you're surrounded by that, you begin to question whether or not what you feel like you know is really what you know. You start to wonder, is that real? Or am I hallucinating? Am I crazy? Are these things real? These things that I feel and I know in my soul, but others think are silly. Are they silly? Maybe something's wrong with me. And so I spent a long time being in that space. When I could go to an event like a pagan retreat, a, an, a weekend event or a week-long camping event, when I'm immersed in other people who are spiritual, my vibration raises and I feel more connected and I feel more more open, more honest, more authentic. But when I come home, it's like pagan fest. We, we call it, um, when we have to go back to the muggle world and it's, I can't remember exactly what it is, but you you miss your fests and you have to go back. And then there's like the recovery period after spending time with a lot of other spiritual people having to go back to the regular world where you have to suppress that aspect of yourself because it's just not acceptable in the regular muggle world. And when you don't get to go to events, you don't get to let that side of yourself out. So when you spend a lot of time with people that you can't authentically allow that spiritual self to exist, you begin to to believe that that part of you maybe isn't real, maybe isn't, that maybe something's wrong, that maybe it was a, a hallucination or a delusion and you didn't feel what you thought you felt. You didn't know what you thought you knew. And the reason I want to share this is because that was something that I was really struggling with. In my meditations, I was getting a lot of messages that felt real, that felt right. Okay, as as I've learned to separate my higher self and my messages from my spiritual team from my ego, as I've learned to do that, when I'm in these states of being able to receive messages, it's 
I can now discern whether that's my ego. And I don't even say really ego anymore because I now begin to understand it as that's not necessarily ego. That's a part of me that is hurt and is reacting to whatever stimulus happened, whatever problem happened. And that hurt part of me is saying, oh, I know this. I'm familiar with this. Here we go again. This is how we have to handle it because it's doing a job to protect me. As I've done my healing work and I've done my parts work, I begin to be able to see when a part of me is hurting, is upset and hurting. And I'm learning to be able to talk to that part and validate it and say, yes, that was, that was not cool. And you are absolutely within your rights to feel hurt by that because that that did hurt. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. Being able to validate and honor that part. As I'm doing that work, I'm beginning to know that the messages that are coming to me, ideas that I didn't have before, new concepts, excuse me, new concepts that are coming into my mind that are things that have never been available to me before. And all of a sudden, all these flashes go off and these new ideas go off. And then I question, is that real? Because everyone I talk to tells me that that's just crazy. That's just mental. That's something's wrong with me. The world doesn't work that way. And then you start to think that there is something wrong with you. And so you begin to separate from that, your knowing. And I recently was able, or not too recently, (laughs) recently in the fact that I don't really get out that much anymore. um, I engaged with a friend of mine who has also been on her spiritual journey and who has been channeling the way that I've been channeling. And she began to tell me some of the things that she's been channeling and I'm getting goosebumps as I'm sharing it. And that's always my confirmation from source that I'm on the right track of sharing something that needs to be shared. So I'm going to keep telling. So as she's telling me the things that she's been channeling, they're the same things I've been channeling. She's basically repeating much of what I was getting in my own messages back to me and sharing these things with me that I thought I was crazy And it turns out I'm not somebody else that doesn't even live near me, that lives maybe in the same city, that engages in different content than I am and and does different things with our life, is getting the exact same spiritual messages that I am getting. And when I visited her and I heard the things that she was sharing, it felt like such validation to hear someone else knowing and repeating the same messages that I had been getting. And I just spent the whole time saying, oh my gosh, you got that too? You got that too? And it it felt amazing, 11-11 on the clock. It felt amazing to have someone else speak the same things that I have been speaking. Because when everyone else around you isn't tuned in that way, they will try to make it seem like something's wrong with you. Because from their perspective, there is. Because they can't hear it, they can't see it, they aren't open to it, it doesn't exist. Which I absolutely understand. However, it's not quite true. 
I mean, again, remember, there are colors on the spectrum of colors that human beings can't see, but they still exist. Other creatures can see it. We can't with our eyes. Our eyes are not capable of seeing some of those light spectrums, but other animals can. Our ears are not capable of hearing certain sound frequencies, but other animals can. It doesn't mean that because we can't hear it or see it, that it doesn't exist because other creatures are capable of sensing it, feeling it, seeing it, even though our senses can't. So just because someone else thinks that what you're saying makes no sense because it makes no sense to them does not mean that it does not make sense. It does not make sense to them, but to other people who are part of the spiritual realm, It does make sense because it's something they have also heard. It's something they have also seen. I'm getting goosebumps again. This is one of the things about being a spiritual person and about opening these laneways. When you know how to connect with these things in a world of people who don't, you look like a crazy person to them. And you might push down your ability to connect with these things because other people around you think that it makes no sense because they can't see it. They can't hear it. They can't feel it. They don't have that intuitive feeling that you have. So they don't understand it. And they will try to tell you that you are the problem, that you are, you're mental. But how many people at one time were diagnosed with mental illness when what it really was, was they knew things that other people didn't. Sometimes mental illness is a breakdown. Sometimes it's your parts all coming to talk to you at once and you don't have the tools to handle all the parts. That's part of this big, that's a huge part of this healing journey is beginning to learn the tools to handle your parts. Learn the tools to when that part gets upset over something, you have the tools to hear it, validate it, soothe it, connect with it, and integrate it. So instead of pushing it away and saying it doesn't exist, I'm not going to feel it, you make space to say, I know that you felt that way. That felt awful when that happened. I'm so sorry. That felt awful when that boss yelled at you. Oh, that felt awful when your spouse got angry with you and snapped at you. Oh, that felt awful when you were just trying to be a good parent and your kid is in that stage and they just... And you right back. That felt awful. Being able to acknowledge the things that we're feeling and why we're feeling them and to say that is absolutely a valid feeling to have. Yeah, that sucked. And it brought up feelings and it made me feel like I did when this other thing happened and it was a similar sensation. It's as we learn to feel our feelings and connect with our intuition and know that it's real, know that it's something that is okay and it's all right for us to do, the more we begin to trust ourselves, the more that we begin to trust the messages of guidance that we are being given when we tune into those frequencies. Trusting yourself and knowing 
because you just know. And not letting other people dissuade you from your own sense of knowing just because they don't know what you know or feel what you feel. It doesn't make what you know or feel less valid because other people don't believe or understand it. It's not less valid. It's just they they are projecting their own limitations onto you. And it's nothing to do with you. So I wanted to share that because I know it can be very hard when you believe what you believe, when you know what you know, and everyone around you tries to tell you that you don't know what you know. It is okay to trust in that knowing. It is okay in that. And you will find your spiritual team. You will find other people who know what you know and feel what you feel. And that will validate you and make you remind you that you are feeling the right things. You are connecting, even if the people who are stuck in the 3D physical realm can't see it. They are not this, they are not the boss of you. <laughs> to put it bluntly, they are, it just makes me think of the song from Malcolm in the Middle. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me. And you're not so bad. Bad, big? I don't know. But this is the point. They're not the boss of you. You are. Just because they don't believe you does not make you wrong. Just because they don't understand you does not make you wrong. It doesn't make them wrong either. It just means they cannot understand you because they are not. It's like you're speaking a different language because literally you are. They don't have that understanding. So it makes no sense to them. Just like if someone came and talked to you about something you have no understanding of and just went on and on, you would not understand them. Same thing. Don't let other people tell you who you are. This piggybacks off of a bit of that message from the Divine Feminine message collective uh, that I posted a little while ago. Don't let people tell you who you are. You decide who you are. Don't let other people tell you, well, you are this person and this is how you have to be and this is who you have to be. That's coming from their limited perspective. You do not have to be who other people tell you that you have to be. You get to decide who you want to be. And that's all about the healing journey is dismantling those labels that others have put on us and starting to look into them. Why do I believe that about myself? Who told me that? And sometimes you can go into why did they tell me that as you begin to find more empathy to say, you know what, they were hurting too and they hurt me or that's what they believed because they were told that too. And we can find that for them. We can find that compassion and, and forgiveness for them. But in regards to our own healing journey, they don't get to tell you who you are. You get to decide that and you get to take those labels off. And if you want to put your own labels on, you can, or you could choose not to label at all, but you get to decide who you want to be. You get to decide how you want to think. Don't let group think take over. Start tuning into the inside. Start tuning into the individual speak and the individual connection with what you know to be true. As long as you are vibrating high, you're walking the right way. 
So to all you humans who are walking your path, good luck. I'm here with you. I'll do my best to share and keep dropping those things that are holding you back from being your best, most authentic self. Love and light, fellow humans.